when you're talking about multivitamins, multiminerals, there's a reason that they come together in, you know, in a complexity in food is that one works for the other. They all work mm. hand in hand. So to have too many of these certain nutrients in isolation, um, you can cause, you know, deficiency of another nutrient that's meant to be in balance with that nutrient. So that's the beauty of food because in nature you never get just singular nutrients. You get one nutrient with dozens of other nutrients as well as other, you know, thousands of cofactors often and um, enzymes and everything that's meant to work in combination um, and you just can't get that with a manufactured multivitamin. Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and co-founder of Saturay, your one-stop shop for metabolically supportive supplements and skincare. And today I am joined by Emma Skorakis or... I guess you'd probably know her as the nutrition coach because that's what I knew her as when I met her initially. And she was the one that introduced me to this whole world of repeat and pro-metabolic eating. And she's done a number of podcasts with me before. So go back and I recommend listening to all of her podcasts, follow her on Instagram, you know, devour all her amazing blogs on her her website. So super pumped to release um, this episode today because it is in conjunction with the release of our pure oyster capsules. So, you know, due to Corona holding everything up, it's taken us a while to get these. And it also took us a long time to source them because Emma is super anal about all of our products and the purity of all of our products, which is awesome. So these oysters are sourced from the beautiful clear waters of Tasmania and we're actually freeze drying them ourselves, which helps to retain more of the nutrients. So a lot of our clients either can't get fresh oysters or they just don't like them. So this is a really easy and convenient way to get um, oysters in. So we thought we'd get on and do an episode on, you know, I guess synthetic multivitamins versus real foods and the benefits of, you know, eating liver and oysters in your diet and the vitamins and minerals that they can provide and what these things actually do in the body. Because I knew, I know that when I met Emma, you know, I was taking multivitamin, I was taking fish oil, I was just taking a shit ton of everything actually. And, you know, I didn't realize that I could get all of the nutrients or most of the nutrients that I need um, in just really good quality old fashioned foods. So I think you'll love this episode. We also include some really practical tips and, you know, ways that you can get liver and oysters into your diet. And I'm also going to drop a um, discount code in the show notes that you can use to purchase um, the uh, oysters, the oyster capsules. So they're called Pure Oyster. And, you know, we hope that you love them as much as we do. So let's get into the episode. Hi, Emma. Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Kitty. Thanks for having me. Hasn't been that long, actually. When did I release? I released the last one with you was the constipation one. So if you, you know, suffering from constipation, go back and uh, listen to that one with Emma. She gave lots of awesome tips because, you know, everyone should be doing a poo one to three times a day and there's nothing better than a good poo and a good sleep. I have to say that. (laughs) Every day. So I just wanted to get Emma on and um, I guess talk about supplements and multivitamins. And, you know, I think when I found you and found Ray, Craig and I often joke about this, that our supplement like 
just all the supplements we had was crazy. So you'd open our cupboard and there was, you know, a million protein powders. I took greens, I took, you know, a multivitamin, I took fish oil and just, you know, once I learned more about food and how the body works and, you know, what vitamins and minerals I could actually get from food, I got rid of a lot of my supplements, which was amazing. And I definitely got rid of my multivitamin. So it just sort of be great to get you on and, you know, talk about the issue with these synthetic multivitamins and, you know, talk about the different vitamins and minerals and trace minerals and what foods you can actually get them in. Cause it also actually saves you money too, I think. Oh, absolutely. And it's yeah. more enjoyable than popping pills all day. Yeah. <laughs> Eat and um, so maybe I think, I guess, where could we start is what, what's the issue with, you know, these multivitamins, synthetic multivitamins? Um, look, I don't think it really depends on the vitamin and the deficiency that you're talking about. And, and if you have access to that, in, you know, in a quality food forms, and it's not always a bad thing to be synthetic, but in generally speaking, when you're talking about multivitamins, multiminerals, there's a reason that they come together in, you know, in a complexity in food is that one works with the other. They all work mm. hand in hand. So to have too many of these certain nutrients in isolation, um, you can cause, you know, deficiency of another nutrient that's meant to be in balance with that nutrient. So that's the beauty of food because in nature you never get just singular nutrients. You get one nutrient with dozens of other nutrients as well as other you know, thousands of cofactors often and um, enzymes and everything that's meant to work in combination um, and you just can't get that with a manufactured multivitamin. Mm. You know, like I often see, you know, like the, the claims that they really push, it's like, oh, our soil is so depleted. So our food is so depleted of vitamins and minerals. Um, yeah, and that certainly can be the case with many farming methods. Um, it's and, and another problem being with things like fruit that aren't, isn't completely vine ripened. You don't get that development of certain nutrients as well. Um, yeah, so look, food quality is definitely definitely a factor. Um, but look, if if you had, a, you know, you already had a really decent diet and you eat you eat real food and you eat plenty of food but you're still showing symptoms of certain nutrients being deficient and you validated that perhaps with some blood tests or um, other lab analysis, then, then certainly, you know, an additional supplement can be necessary. But I would still question whether that person really is eating a decent diet to start with and perhaps mm-hmm. they're just eating pretty nutrient-depleted diet and eating pretty simple food. Um, I still think there's a lot to be gained from, from decent food first and foremost. Mm. Mm, okay. Well, let, you know, cause I remember when I yeah, first met you, I was a bit brainwashed, um, you know, and I was like, oh, you know, I need to be eating all these green vegetables and nuts and seeds. Cause they have all the nutrients I need. And I didn't really actually understand, you know, bioavailability and whether my body could actually absorb the nutrients in the food and what nutrients I needed. So my diet was really lacking in things like vitamin A and calcium because I never ate liver, you know, I, I never, I'd, I'd had cut dairy completely from my diet and, you know, I just remember just reading all the information and having the consults with you and just absorbing everything and just getting so excited and thinking, wow, this like just so much makes sense. You know, all the foods you're talking about are the foods that my grandma used to feed me when I'd go to her house, you know, so like 
you know, they get the bottles of milk with the caps on it. Like if you get delivered, I remember in the little like containers every second day, she'd get the milk delivered and we'd have cheese and she'd make ice cream and custards and we'd eat eggs and she'd cook with butter, um, you know, fresh orange juice every morning for breakfast. And I was like, this is just all of, oh, and she'd make steak and kidney pie. Ugh, it was gross. And on oh. toast which I didn't like, obviously, but, you know, my granddad liked it. But it was just all of these old-fashioned, you know, really nutrient-dense um, foods. So maybe we could talk a bit about, you know, some of the vitamins that the body and minerals that the body needs and what they do and then the foods you can actually get them from. So, like, maybe we could start with, um, uh, like, vitamin A. You know, it's such – it's one that I think so many people just don't realise how important it is in the body and then, you know, because, I mean, who eats liver? Like I've never met anyone that eats liver. Well, that's the thing. And you get people's argument might be, you know, I need to take my multi because the food's depleted or the soil's depleted. But are they eating plentiful dairy? Are they eating liver? Are they eating oysters? And probably mm. not. They're probably not eating much offal. So mm. I'd, I'd sort of, you know, check to see if perhaps just bring those foods in the diet might solve the problem after mm. all. But, yeah, absolutely, liver's absolutely loaded with preformed vitamin a which is very important that it's actual ready to use vitamin a as opposed to some people might you know consider carrot juice a form, you know a source of vitamin a but it's certainly not it's a great source of beta carotene but your body still has to convert that into you know retinol so it's um you know as as good as useless for some people who might not have the ability in their liver to convert that into bioavailable vitamin a and it's literally you know, many benefits to it, but it's literally a building block of your, you know, healthy steroid hormones. It's, um, you need vitamin A, you need thyroid, you need cholesterol to build pregnenolone. And without that, you can't, you literally can't make those youth associated hormones. So it's all good and well to want to have, you know, a healthy hormone profile and balanced hormones and, and keep your body working in a very youthful state. But if you do not have that initial building block to, build that necessary pregnenolone then you know you're always going to be on the back foot so um yeah vitamin a is massively important and you'll also find it in good quality dairy and you'll get it in good quality cream and eggs and butter and things like that so tricky tricky if you're vegan and, and maybe if that's your you know mindset that you need to be for other reasons then you might be needing to supplement it because you know you won't you won't get it without the animal products Mm. So what are the, like, talk about all the other amazing nutrients in liver apart from vitamin A, because it really is incredible. Well, co copper is a big one. Um, mm. And that's something that's often easily displaced. Often when people supplement zinc, which people often do, it can displace copper quite easily. Mm. Um, you're going to get a pretty good plethora of B vitamins, which are important too. And most people are very much depleted in, in these times, you know, stress makes you lose your Bs very quickly. So Bees are also, you know, a very big part of that. Um, but it's just that it's, it's getting everything in the correct ratio is so important because you could see a multi that lists all these amazing nutrients, but getting them in the ratio that nature brings them to us is, is, is the important part. And it's, mm. you know, it's not, it, there, there can be a lot of guesswork if you're taking lots of different bees and you're taking, taking retinol, but knowing how much, you know, to have alongside the other nutrient, you know, the balance of, say, zinc and copper and the balance of the B vitamins, um, that's what nature's already 
figured out for us. So finding that in food is is just superior to finding that in a sort of a lab manufactured multivitamin. Mm. So vitamin A, copper, what else? In liver. With, with liver. Yeah, what other um, nutrients? Well, you're going to get also, um, well, it's pretty loaded with iron, which mm. can be, you know, necessary for, you know, a lot of women. Um, it's something, though, that we don't want too much iron. So if iron is, a, you know, an issue for some people, iron overload, then perhaps having it with some coffee can mm. offset the absorption of the iron somewhat. Um, but also just being iron in a form in food, again, balanced with copper and balanced with other other minerals and metals, you're not going to have so much the issue as if you just took supplemental iron. Um, are you still seeing that sort of mindset with your clientele that they're sort of being commonly told, oh, well, you're female, you're depleted in energy, you've got to mm. take your own supplement? Is that yep. Yep. something you're still hearing? Yeah, 100%. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's absolutely something to, you know, consider the necessity of just, you know, your ferrous supplemental iron. So it's, um, again, yeah, coming back to food and getting it in balance with other cofactors is so important. Mm. Yeah, it's mean, so iron, what about B vitamins? Yeah, absolutely, including B12, which is so important for energy as well. Um, and that can be a thing too. People who are told they're anemic, they're often just, it's this assumption that just take more iron, take more iron, but often it's just that perhaps they, um, you know, they're, they're low in a B vitamin, they're low in um, B12 in particular. Um, and that the other tricky thing about that is that even regardless of how much you're getting your diet, if you have a slightly impaired digestive tract and that can come from being stressed, being slightly hypothyroid, your ability to absorb nutrients will also be impaired. So, you know, always thinking bigger picture, I guess. It's not always just, okay, that nutrient is low, top up with more of it. We need to consider too, am I secreting enough stomach acid? Am I secreting enough enzymes? Am I able to absorb that through my intestinal wall and make it to the bloodstream? So eating enough calories in general too to, um, to just energise the system, keep stress at bay, to enable your own digestive tract to actually work and make the best of these things you're taking. Mm. Mm. So what else? B vitamins. So we've done vitamin A, copper, B vitamins, iron. What else has it got in it? Um, zinc. Zinc is mm. also an important one and important to get zinc through through food, again, in balance. Um, zinc in isolation taken for even more than, you know, a couple of weeks at a time can very quickly displace copper. So we've got to make sure that, you know, zinc is in cahoots with all its friends as well. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, there, there really is more issues than not when, you know, we see nutrients taken on their own like that. Um, we've also, you know, B9 is an important one we'll get from liver. We're going to get chromium, very important for balancing blood sugar levels and assisting mm -hmm. the body to you know, manage its sugar levels, um, selenium, very important. And the amount of selenium we take in helps to, you know, offset the effects of other heavy metals that we might be exposed to. Mm. Um, there's some vitamin D, there's CoQ10, I mean, the list goes on. But mm. considering that if you bring it back to food and making sure that you're covering your bases with food alone or food first at the very least, um, 
consuming liver and oysters mm. are two foods that there's very little on this planet that compares in terms of nutrient density. So you don't have to have much of them, but you will tick so many boxes. Yeah, they're amazing. And the oysters, what the big ones, zinc, selenium, copper in the oysters. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, manganese, B12 again. Um, yeah, so you can't go too wrong having those, you know, <laughs> once a week perhaps, once a fortnight in your diet. Um, and if you don't enjoy eating those kind of foods, I mean, there's other ways you can prepare them. Certainly um, get creative with pâtés and things with your liver. Oh, I love pâté. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So in, in terms, oh, sorry to say, in terms of um, dosage wise, so what, 100 to 150 grams a week, depending on the person, fresh liver? So, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it does come down to how much other nutrition do they get for their foods. And if they're already like loaded up with full fat dairy and they're eating a lot of other complex foods, you might only need 80, 100 grams a week and you're doing well. Um, mm. But if you're pretty much devoid of other nutrients and you don't eat much dairy, then perhaps you know, you could do a little bit more than that um, if you're not overloaded with iron already. So, yeah, there's other things to consider. But generally speaking, that's a decent amount. Um, and I think with things like oysters, I think sort of go by feel. If fresh oysters are going down really well and you sort of mm. crave a couple more, then perhaps that's your body telling you that, yeah, mm. go with more. Um, other people might only need, you know, half a dozen or so a week and they, you know, that seems to cut it for them. But Definitely the, the seafood, um, you know, the iodine component as well, the selenium you'll get from that is, mm. is kind of unprecedented. So super important to get those in. And with things like oysters, there's a lot of people who are, you know, they either love them or hate them, literally. Yeah. They can sit there with raw oysters and yeah. you can't stop them. They were just best thing in the world. Others can't even look at them, make them want to gag. So there's, you know, there's ways you can broil them or grill them or cook them and they're super delicious and they taste just like fish and they're very, very neutral to the palate. And you just mm. flake them up with all the other aromatics and garlic and pumzen and herbs and things. And yeah, you can change the flavor and texture of them completely. Mm. So I would definitely play with recipes. Um, and then further to that, if you just can't do it either, then that's why we, you know, put something Finally got the that way. <laughs> And Emma's oh. very anal about the quality, so it's taken us so long to source these amazing ones from Tasmania, beautiful waters of Tasmania, and we're freeze-drying them ourselves, which helps to retain oh, more of the nutrients. Yeah. So we're really excited about I've had so many people message me on Instagram asking, when are they coming, when are they coming? So, yeah, they're here today. You can order them today. That's why we release this at the same time. So, yeah, you can, I mean, like us, like I sometimes make pate and I mean, Craig and I were talking about this today. I used to eat liver until we made our liver tablets and now I just could just easy, you know, like it's just convenient. Cause I already have to do and pot to yeah. <laughs> yeah. So don't, you know, I think it's like, obviously the best thing you could do is kill the cow and get the liver straight out of the cow and eat it. Um, but I mean, who can do that really? Very few people. So, you know, even the cooking process, hey, like I'd cook the pate, it'd sit in the freezer for a month, you know, you're still going to lose the nutrients. Like people are like, oh, but doesn't the freeze drying? Of course you will lose some, but I think, you know, um, there's always good, better and best. And I think it's about what you can do consistently. So if you want to take the, we've got so many amazing reviews too from people who take the oyster capsules. Oh, sorry, the oyster the liver capsules, don't we, on our website? It's incredible. Oh, I just keep mm. mouthing up. And even um, recently I was chatting with our fellow who's overseeing all this part of it for us and it's been, I don't think I realised what a headache it's been for them, but 
it was me being such a pain in the ass to them, I suppose, when they said, well, we can access the frozen oysters, then we'll thaw them, then we'll freeze dry them again, then we'll um, encapsulate after that. And, I, you know, of course I said, no, no, they can't be frozen, thawed and frozen again. <laughs> we don't want them from Thailand or wherever it was, China or, you know, oh, exactly. they were saying. So yeah. he, he's gone out of his way to make sure that they're freshly accessed meat and they're immediately froze dry rather than encapsulated within days. So it's um, pretty incredible we're able to do that because apparently they're just not Mm. done way and and i imagine our nutrient losses will be you know minimized because of that because with each process you go through and go go through and have having to freeze and thaw again um yeah more losses come of that so yeah we found a way <laughs> mm, this is exciting um so yeah pretty throw out your bloody multivitamin just eat liver and oysters and then let's talk about some of the other like vitamin C, magnesium, potassium, you know, it's why fruit is so, and I never used to eat fruit either. You know, remember I'd just eat the blueberries. That's all the only fruit I'd eat because I was so worried about the bloody sugar content, but you know, like orange juice, um, fresh fruit, Hey, coffee. Um, what else? This is so underrated. Coconut water and you'll get a load of potassium in there too. Um, absolutely. And again, these things are they're complex fluids and they contain not just minerals but electrolytes, um, neurinogen, apingen, and all the bioflavonoids, like really important compounds which, you know, taking these things one at a time don't really work the same way. And to be drinking these sort of things non-stop all day and topping up your fluids and really hydrating your cells, um, mm. yeah, don't be scared of orange juice. <laughs> It's amazing. I drink so much. Like there's this new Harris Farm Market. You're still open. great. Yeah. Do you it yourself too? No, no, no. There's a Harris Farm Market that's open near us and they have this juice bar and they just fr- fresh juice every day. So I'm like, oh, it's just the best uh-huh. ever. So I go down every couple of days and buy the fresh juice. And every time I drink it, I'm just like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever yeah. had in my whole entire life. It's, and it's, it's worth every yeah. cent when someone else can juice it for you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I, I was talking to Danny yesterday and we were just on the podcast. We were talking about you know, like there's no such thing as the rape heat diet, but you know, if we, if you can get clients to eat, you know, like liver oysters, some good quality dairy, um, you know, fruit and or juice and saturated fats and salt, you're really covering all the bases in terms of the nutrients that you need and some like animal protein, obviously as well, eggs and protein from animal sources, you really are covering like all the, the nutrients that you need from food. Mm, absolutely. And the, and the, the, you know, the good, good, strong protein elements, which, you know, good complete mm. proteins, which continually support your liver as well and help you keep those muscles strong. Mm. If you keep bones strong, you keep bones strong. Yeah. Mm. Um, and maybe can you just quickly, just quickly, while on the topic of, you know, I get a lot of people like, oh, but what about plant proteins? You know, can I get enough protein from plant proteins? What do you think? The, I guess it's you can, but it's just not really optimal. And why? Can you talk about that? Look, I think if you're desperate and you couldn't get it from animal sources, I mean, there's been, yeah, I mean, people are in a famine state who found ways to survive, I guess, but are you going to thrive with those things? I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest so. Most of them are completely incomplete. So you're not getting the total spectrum of amino acids that are going to, you know, act as a complete protein in your own system and then there's going to be other issues perhaps they're bound up with too much cellulose there's you know oxalates there's phytates there's anti-nutrients they're going to inhibit you digesting them 
to your full potential. We just sort of not built that way. So look, sure, in times of strife when you can't get plentiful amounts of animal protein, then, you know, they can certainly help you survive those times. But I think if you have access to good dairy and eggs and shellfish and those sort of things, then, you know, they're definitely preferential. Um, You know, and you can get a decent amount from perhaps, you know, with the ketones in potatoes, but a lot of people have an issue with starches. Um, Mushrooms is probably one of your best plant sources perhaps, but even still you'd have to eat a hell of a lot of them to suffice for your protein needs because a protein is high. Um, so yeah, look, I think they can, and if you have a preference to vegetables over meats, well, I guess that's the kind of choice you make and you've just got to be super diligent on, um, you know, eating enough of them and keeping an eye on them and watching out for symptoms that protein's kind of lacking. You might want to definitely consider not going full vegan, but just, you know, you know, about fluffing it up with plenty of dairy and cheeses and eggs and things like that. Absolutely. Mm. So, yeah, look, not 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 the best choice long term, I think, but um, I suppose it can sort of fill some gaps for some people if they can't get other things. Mm. Yeah, I get a lot of women asking if our program, if they're vegan, if they can do our program. Like you, you just can't. You can't do the program <laughs> if you're vegan. It's not, you won't be able to eat anything. Yeah. It's tricky. I mean, well, we won't get the best from them and from mm. their body. It's, yeah. I guess it's, yeah, and I understand people make those decisions and they've got their reasons for it, but it comes at a deficit on some levels. So, Mm. um, and maybe perhaps if they ignited their metabolism that much more in their their digestive tract fired up with that, Mm. maybe they'd get more of a hunger for heavier proteins and meats and things like that. Maybe that's Mm. part of it. Mm. Mm. So there you go, guys. You can throw away that bloody multivitamin just eat your liver and oysters so just a quick recap depending on like you said on what else you're eating in in your diet but roughly 100 to 150 grams of fresh liver per week you can cook it you can you know make some nice nice recipes with it you can even some people even slice it up into little bits and freeze it and swallow it which is a bit of a pain in the ass i've tried to that before once i tried to put it in a smoothie that was not good oh, no, I can't. I was <laughs> like, oh god i was like this is terrible or you can take the capsules so um we made amazing capsules that are um, grass-fed australian beef right. liver um and then with the oysters 6 to 12 a week depending i guess on what you need and you again you can cook them too like emma has this amazing recipe go on her um on her instagram page she made it, she makes it for her mum. It's amazing. Just with a bit of garlic, cane, the butter and the parsley. Oh my God. Yeah. Parmesan cheese. The oysters are parmesan cheese. Yeah. It's, it's so good. And, yeah. So yeah. you can cook them, have them fresh six to 12 a week. Or again, you can try the, um, the capsules, uh, the powder that we've made uh, as well. But yeah, that's just something that since I met you that I've done, Craig and I've done religiously every single week. Um, and it's just easy. I just think of them like they're like nature's multivitamins, really, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. And, and if you love the taste of them, then it's yeah, even better. Even better. Yeah. There is and some people that do love liver. I've had clients, especially when yeah. I just love liver, and I'm like, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. They're often the lucky ones, though, that grew up with it, you know, yeah. in their culture and they have a nice, yeah, it, it's, it's mm. familiar to their palate. I think when mm. it's completely unfamiliar and it's a whole new texture, it's, it can be confronting. But, mm. again, some of the traditional tr- tricks for 
preparing them, preparing liver correctly, I think can really help. You know, I wasn't mm. soaking it in milk, draws out impurities, um, you know, balancing flavours with onions. It's got to be a splash of alcohol of some form. That really helps. But, um, yeah, I have an explore on my, on my Pinterest boards. I, I pin a lot of liver recipes that I've tried because I did not grow up with liver, so I found it hard work. But when I use some of these recipes, I'm like, oh, that can actually be quite tasty. But, yeah, have a play. And, look, failing beef liver, um, chicken liver is much milder. A lot of people can, you know, handle Not as nutritious, are they? No, not as high in vitamin A. No, no. So you probably want to have more of them. But still, certainly still good. no liver at all. It's really interesting, actually, just on that topic. One of our clients, oh, Margie, you know Margie, she could only get lamb liver. And then when we released the beef liver capsule, she took them instead. And she noticed all these improvements after really? taking the beef liver. So obviously just the higher, I guess, yeah, it was yeah, really interesting. Like lamb is definitely still dense, but perhaps mm. when she oh, had nice. maybe been sitting around a bit too long or yeah. not quite as mm, it's interesting. concentrated. Yeah. Interesting. But get that beef liver. It's the best. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> if you relax about other things. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, thanks so much, Emma. So awesome having you on the um, podcast and I'm sure we'll have you on again soon. Next one will be the uh, skincare one with Georgie, actually. Oh, my God, thank God. Yeah, when we finally yeah. release the skincare, I think we're hoping end of February. Hey, that's oh, the plan. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still like, oh, you've been saying that for years. <laughs> Two years now, oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be worth it. Oh, <clears throat> excuse me, it'll be worth it. Well, thanks so much, Emma, and we'll see you again soon. Thanks, Kitty. Talk soon.